At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Thursday, September 30th, and that means week four of the NFL season kicks off tonight. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network, coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. You can follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air and at VSIN Live. As we take a look to this Thursday night game between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Cincinnati Bengals, I, of course, am in on the Bengals. As my survivor pick, I think they win this game outright. And it's a similar handicap to that of which I had last week when I took the Carolina Panthers. I'm betting against a rookie coach and a rookie quarterback playing in the first Thursday night game of the season. Plus, you throw in the fact that Trevor Lawrence has just been awful to start this season. And the Jaguars seem to be pretty lost right now. I feel confident that the Bengals at home will win this football game. But will they cover the spread? Seven and a half is the line in this one. It is uh, minus 115 to the plus seven and a half right now for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Bengals are a teaser candidate to tease that bad boy down and get it below a field goal. The total in this one is 46, and we know that prime time overs are 8-1 this season with the lone loss being last Thursday's game between the Panthers and the Texans. I can see this one going over. I can see the Bengals putting up uh, 20-somewhat points, 27 points or so, and and maybe this is a 27-21 finish. Maybe this is a 28-20 finish. Uh, I think that's probably more like it with the Bengals covering the line here. How about 28-20 final? And uh, the the total hits at 48, so it does go over that 46 mark. That's kind of the range where I see this game playing in. But let's talk about some of the props that we have for this Bengals-Jaguars game. And let's start with the touchdown scores, because that's always a fun place to start in primetime. Joe Mixon is minus 165, but the guy that I like playing to score a touchdown in this game in primetime nationally televised standalone game is going to be the rookie Jamar Chase. It is at even money right now, plus 100 for Jamar Chase to score a touchdown. And what a start to the season, what a start to the career it has been for Jamar Chase. Uh, In three games so far this season, Jamar Chase has scored a touchdown in all 
three of them. He has four touchdowns on the year because he scored two last week against the Steelers. He's got 11 catches, excuse me, yeah, 11 catches on 16 targets for 220 yards and four touchdowns with a long reception of 50 yards. I think Jamar Chase makes it four for four and scores a touchdown here in this game against the Jaguars. That is at plus 100. Other interesting players, if you're looking down the line at a possible touchdown scores, uh, let's see. Um, hmm. uh, LaVisca Chenault is plus 300. Uh, DJ Shark is plus 240. Marvin Jones is probably your best bet on the Jaguars. He's at plus 210. And Marvin Jones has had a, a very nice start to this season he has been kind of uh i guess the number one target if you will for uh trevor lawrence it has been marvin jones so far this season jones has 17 catches on 28 targets for 194 yards and two touchdowns with a long reception of 33 yards. The 28 targets leads the team. The 17 receptions leads the team. So if I was going to bet any player on the Jaguars to score a touchdown, I'd go with Marvin Jones at plus 210. But really, my favorite play is that Jamar Chase at plus 100. So let's take a look at some of the wide receiver and uh, running back props here. I mentioned uh, Marvin Jones is that leading receiver for Trevor Lawrence. He has 194 yards so far this season. Last week in a loss against the Cardinals, he had 62 yards. He had 55 the week before against Denver, and he had 77 in week one against Houston. The total for Marvin Jones receiving props uh, is at 70.5. To me, a little bit high. Although, I do expect them to be losing in this game. So if they are losing, that means they are throwing. But then again, they're losing in every game they play. So they're throwing in every game they play. I would kind of lean towards the under on Marvin Jones and his receiving props. Let's look at the rookie Jamar Chase, who had 65 yards last week against the Steelers. 54 the week before against Chicago, and 101 in his debut in overtime against Minnesota. Jamar Chase's total for his uh, props right now is at 71.5, and and it is minus 115 towards the over. I'm going to go over for Jamar Chase. I know that it's not his first game. It's his fourth game, but I'm still going to call it a coming out party. He right now is the favorite to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. He's got a touchdown, as I mentioned, in every game that he's played. I think he has a big-time game here on Thursday Night Football, so I like Jamar Chase to go over his receiving prop of 71.5 yards. As far as the running backs are concerned, Joe Mixon, 87.5 is his rushing total. And it could come in... Because I do expect them to have a lead, and I would expect them to run the football a lot uh, in the wins, in the two wins that they have had. He had 127 yards in the overtime game against Minnesota, and he had 90 yards in the game against Pittsburgh. In the loss, he only had 69 yards. So I think that they're going to be winning in this game. They're going to run the ball more. Joe Mixon, over 87.5 to me, seems like a good bet. For the Jaguars, James Robinson is at 52 and a half. And honestly, I think they're going to be throwing the ball more because they'll be losing in this game. But 54 is a very low number. Now, James Robinson so far this season had 88 yards last week, 47 in week one, only 25 uh, or, or 47 in week two against Denver, though and only 25 on just five carries. He was a little banged up in that week one game against Houston. So I uh, would lean towards the under, just because I would lean towards the under on every Jacksonville Jaguar player. Uh, But 52 is a low number. I would still lean on the under there. Uh, Let's take a look at the quarterback props for this game between Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. 
Joe Burrow's total passing yards is at 248 and a half. 248 and a half. Meanwhile, Trevor Lawrence is at 254 and a half. Trevor Lawrence so far this season, his game logs in these three games that he has played, and I mentioned the interceptions that he has thrown, but he threw for 332 yards in week one, 118 in week two against Denver, 219 in uh, week three against Arizona. I would pencil in Trevor Lawrence for under the 254 and a half passing yards. And then there's Joe Burrow. And again, as I mentioned several times, it could be a factor them having a lead in this game so that they could be uh, uh, rushing the ball at the end. But so far, Joe Burrow has thrown for 261 yards in week one, 207 in week two, just 172 in week three. Uh, And he has, again, that total now, I I think, 246.5, I would go under that total for Joe Burrow because I don't think he's going to need to throw that much. I think at 248.5, excuse me, I don't think he's going to need to do it that much. Look, last week, he threw for three touchdowns against the Pittsburgh Steelers, but he only threw... 18 times for 172 yards, and they won 24 to 10. Now, I think they scored 28 points in this game, but uh, I do think that it's going to be one of those games where he'll have about 225 passing yards and three touchdowns. That's what I'm going to predict for Joe Burrow. And uh, passing touchdowns, Joe Burrow over one and a half. I do like it, but it's heavily juiced. It's minus 195. So I can't lay that there. Interceptions. How about this one? Trevor Lawrence, over, under, one and a half. The over one and a half is plus 145. Trevor Lawrence has thrown, I'll say this again, at least two interceptions in every game so far this season. Over, under, one and a half interceptions for Trevor Lawrence. Will the streak continue? He had two interceptions last week, two interceptions against Denver the week before, three interceptions in week one against Houston. I would take a stab at the plus money here at plus 145 and go over one and a half interceptions for Trevor Lawrence, thinking that he throws two picks once again. There's a lot that comes into play here. Yes, his history, also game script. They're going to be throwing a lot because they're going to be losing. So that always leads the opportunity to have uh, interceptions. I think this is a Bengals victory. Um, I do think that they cover, but I wouldn't play the line as it is. Seven and a half is not a good number to play. I like teasing the Bengals down. Just find a uh, tease partner for them. Uh, I've had, there's several tease partners you can put in there. Uh, But I have the Bengals in a survivor pick. Because I don't think there's a time for the rest of the season that I'm going to take them. And I'm going to sit pretty here on Sunday after I get my victory on Thursday. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air. More of The Look Ahead coming up next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have know to do that saying? with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here, the look ahead on VCNV Sports Betting Network. And what a day and night we had in Major League Baseball on Wednesday. As the season winds down, just four days left in the regular season with playoff seating uh, absolutely on the line, playoff positions on the line. As we uh, stand right now going into these games here on Thursday, uh, the American League wild card still up for grabs. The Yankees lost to the Blue Jays, and the Red Sox beat the Orioles. So the Yankees are one game up on the Red Sox for the first wild card. The Mariners won again against the A's. They have owned the A's this season, 15-4 and four against the A's. The Mariners are a half game back of the Red Sox for the second wild card. The Blue Jays, by beating the Yankees, stayed right in the thick of things. They are just one game back of the Red Sox for the second wild card. Over in the National League, division races that are still up for grabs. The Braves beat the Phillies again. They are now four and a half games up in the division. And with a win here on Thursday, they will clinch the National League East. And then out west, the Giants beat the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers with one of the craziest come-from-behind victories that you will see are still just two games back. Max Scherzer was on the hill in this one, and it's a bet that I lost because I had Dodgers in the first five innings minus a half a run. Uh, Max Scherzer was staked to a 5-1 to one lead after two innings. Scherzer gives up two in the third, two in the fourth, and all of a sudden it's a 5-5 game. The Giants, uh, excuse me, the Dodgers bullpen gives up one in the sixth and three in the seventh. And so going into the bottom of the seventh inning, the Dodgers were down nine to five. Mookie, and then from there, in the seventh inning, Mookie Betts homered. It's nine to six. And then the eighth inning. On back-to-back-to-back home runs, Max Muncy, Pollock, and Bellinger, Make the score 9-7, 9-8, 9-9. And then, later in the eighth inning, Corey Seager homers to make it 11-9. Oh, Justin Turner almost made it back-to-back-to-back-to-back home runs because he got a double that was off the wall. And then Seager homers makes it 11-9. The Dodgers win, and they still are alive in the National League West race. So these are the games that are on your schedule here on Thursday. It'll be 
the Red Sox and Orioles, Yankees, Blue Jays, Braves, Phillies, Giants, Diamondbacks, Padres, Dodgers. Those are the games that have playoff implications. The Mariners are off after finishing their series with the A's. The matchups that we know so far, and this could change, but these are the matchups that we have so far. For the Red Sox, Nick Pavetta will get the ball against the Orioles' Alexander Wells. The Red Sox are minus 225 on the money line. At minus 1.5, they are minus 145 on the run line. The Yankees will send Corey Kluber to the hill against the likely American League Cy Young Award winner, Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray and the Blue Jays are a minus 140 favorite with the minus 1.5 run line at plus 140. The Yankees are plus 120 on the run on the money line, and the plus 1.5 run line for the Yankees is minus 160. The total for that one is 8.5 between Kluber and and Robbie Ray. The Phillies will send Kyle Gibson to the mound against the Braves' Ian Anderson. A win for the Braves, and they will clinch the National League East. The Braves are minus 150 at minus 1.5. It's plus 135. Phillies are plus 130, and at plus 1.5 is minus 155. With this game, I worry about the Phillies. I know that... uh, You never want to see a team clinch against you. So I think that they fight to stay alive. But reality has to start setting in. And it's going to be very unlikely for them to win this division. Because what they would have to do is with a win, they would be three and a half games back. They would have to win the final three games of the season while the Braves lose their final three games of the season and then force the Braves to play uh, their 162nd game, which would be a makeup game. I believe it's against the Rockies. And then they would have to lose that one. So the reality has to be setting in that it's uh, it's over for the Phillies and the Braves will uh, clinch this National League East. The Giants will send Scott Kazmir to the hill against Madison Bumgarner. The Giants are minus 180 favorites. Minus one and a half run line is plus 105. Diamondbacks are plus 155. And at plus one and a half is minus 125. The total eight and a half in this one for the Diamondbacks with Mad Bum and the Giants with Kazmir. And the Dodgers will send Tony Gonsolin to the hill against Vince Velasquez of the Padres. Total in this one is nine. Dodgers are minus 235 on the money line. The minus one and a half run line is minus 120. Padres are plus 190 on the money line with the plus one and a half run line at plus 100. Like we do uh, each and every night, we're going to come through with a baseball play and maybe a little parlay, if you will. Uh, but the one play and and is going to be uh, simply the Braves. I think the Braves close this thing out. Reality starting to set in for the Phillies. And sure, can they fight and can they survive and can they win this game and push off uh, push off the inevitable for one more day and then hope that going into uh, October, going into Friday's series against the Marlins, that all they got to do is just, you know, win out and, and, and maybe they get a phone call or maybe they check the, uh, obviously they'd be checking the scoreboard and to find out if they lose, uh, if the Braves lose the Braves magic number is just one and between this game against the Phillies and then the final three games of the season against the Mets have crazier things happened maybe but this Braves team is feeling good right now and the way that Ian Anderson has thrown lately um I guess he's coming off a seven-inning performance of just allowing one run. Um, Against the Giants, he got roughed up for four runs in five and two-thirds. Before that, just two runs in five innings. Um, He got roughed up by Colorado a start uh, before that. So he's been up and down, but better than Kyle Gibson. Gibson, for the Phillies, has uh, given up a ton of runs. In his last five starts... Gibson has allowed four runs, three runs, four runs, three runs, and eight runs. So I think runs will be scored here by the Atlanta Braves. 
on Kyle Gibson. Does Joe Girardi go to his bullpen early? Does he empty it all out and, and try and, you know, play every game as if it's game seven of the World Series? Because that's what it is, right? Uh, ultimately, I just think that the um, the grave is dug and uh, the words have been said, the eulogy has been given, and this season for the Phillies is over. Braves will win it at home, and they will clinch the National League East. They want to do it on home. Uh, they, they, well, they'll be home for the rest of the season, but they want to do it here. They don't want to push it off. They don't want to start having any type of doubt creep in because uh, what happens here if you lose this game to the Braves? And then let's say you lose game one of the series to the Mets. Well, now all of a sudden it gets kind of dicey, right? Especially if the Phillies, obviously if the Phillies win, they have to win. But now it gets kind of dicey because you got two games left and you got to win one. Pressure starts to mount. They don't want to deal with that. Get the job done right now against this Phillies team. Finish off a sweep. And uh, you have the pitching advantage. The lineup's been better. And I'll go with the Braves to finish this thing off. They're minus 150. I think they win this one out uh, and close it out. And then as far as the National League West is concerned, I honestly don't know what is going to happen. Uh, Are the Dodgers worth a sprinkle to win this division? Uh, Well, you can't bet it right, and there's no market for it open right now. But um, as far as the Dodgers, they are your favorite to win the World Series, your favorite to win the National League. I'll tell you, man, I I thought going into this going into this game that it was over, that this was not going to happen, but they're staying alive. And yes, the Giants can still clinch as long as they just handle their business and they win their next couple of games. They'll clinch without having to worry about the, the, the Dodgers. They have this game against the Diamondbacks coming up and then three games against the Padres. As long as they win two of them. Uh, they should be good. And for the Dodgers, you got to win every single game. That's the pressure that they're facing. So I'd rather have the Giants if I was a betting, if I was betting on who's going to uh, win this thing. I'd take the team that has the lead. But this is certainly going to be fun over the next couple of days. I'm Scott Seidenberg. We'll get back into football coming up next here on The Look Ahead on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football season, your best sports betting season ever. Start your VEASAN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming, daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money, and ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to VEASAN.com data and analysis. You get everything VEASAN has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. When uh, taking a look at uh, some of the betting splits data coming up for uh, these games here on Thursday, especially with the NFL and in college football, uh, let's tell you right now where things are leaning. And I can tell you that uh, a lot of people are are on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals have attracted so far 79% of the bets and 90% of the handle. Yes, 90% of the money is on the Cincinnati Bengals at minus seven and a half. And as far as that total is concerned, of 46, and remember, primetime overs are eight and one this season. 63% of the bets are on the over, 57% of the handle is on the over. The largest percentage of bets. For a game this week is going to be the Tennessee Titans against the New York Jets. 95% of the bets are on the Titans to cover the seven-point line against the Jets. And in terms of the money percentage, the highest handle of the week is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs at minus seven against the Eagles. 
98% of the money is on the Chiefs. How about that? You have 93% of the tickets and 98% of the handle on the Kansas City Chiefs. Thinking the Chiefs bounce back after their second consecutive loss, going up against an Eagles team that could not stop the Dallas Cowboys offense. How are they going to do with this uh, Chiefs offense? As far as your totals are concerned, your highest percentage of bets on a total this week is the 83% on the over 55 in the Cardinals-Rams game. And that game will also feature your highest uh, money handle percentage, 90% of the handle on the over 55 in the Cardinals-Rams game in L.A., That is your highest percentage of bets and handle for spreads and for total points. How about for money line? Your highest percentage of money line bets are the New England Patriots at 97% of the bets on the Patriots money line against the, excuse me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Patriots. The Tampa Bay Bucs are getting 97% of the tickets on their money line and the highest percentage of handle on a money line is 97% for the Titans against the Jets. So it kind of goes in line with the um, the teaser that I gave you with these seven point favorites teasing them down because I don't think either of them lose. There are six favorites of about a touchdown or so. And you can take those six favorites, and I think all of them on the money line certainly are a uh, a good bet. But you get plus six hundred on the six te- the six leg teaser, if you will. And I think all of those teams that are about a touchdown or so, or seven and a half point favorites, you tease them down, they're all going to win their games. And those six teams are the Bengals over the Jaguars, the Saints over the Giants, Titans over the Jets, Chiefs over the Eagles, Packers over the Steelers, and Bucks over the Patriots. Those are the six legs that I would use for that bet. Uh, that's where I would look here for these games coming up here in the NFL. Week four, which will kick off on Thursday night football tonight with the Bengals and the Jaguars. That's uh, Look, I love those teams on the money line. I love those teams on the teaser as well because I think that they're, uh, I think they're really good, um, really good teaser spots here. Uh, let's take a look at some college football situational spots, and Adam Burke does a great job for us at writing on Point Spread Weekly, which uh, is available. Go to vcin.com, check that out. Make sure that you subscribe as well. You'll get it every single week. And uh, Adam Burke writes several articles in Point Spread Weekly, and this one talks about situational spots that you could pick out for uh, some of these matchups. And one of the situational spots that he picked out is actually a game that I have a play on, and it's the Kentucky-Florida game. Now, Kentucky is getting eight and a half points. Uh, They're getting eight points, as uh, I think it was the latest line in this one. Uh, And he writes, quote, This one is personal for Kentucky and just another game for Florida. One would think the extra focus and emphasis would have helped the Wildcats, but that has not been the case. Kentucky won in Gainesville in 2018, ending a streak of 31 straight losses to the Gators. Florida has won both games since, and has actually won 39 of the last 41 head-to-head meetings. In fact, 12 of Kentucky's 18 wins over Florida happened from 1917 to 1956. The Wildcats are getting more than a touchdown here, which illustrates the ongoing talent disparity between, discrepancy, excuse me, between the teams. So does Florida's record versus Kentucky. This is still one that the Wildcats pour a lot into every year, I'd expect the same this season, and I actually do feel like Kentucky plus the points is a good bet with Florida off the Alabama and Tennessee games. Adam, you and I, brother, we're on the same page. 
because I have the Kentucky Wildcats plus the points. My thought process of this game does have a lot to do with something that Adam wrote there. The situational spot about how Kentucky, this game means so much to them. Their season is still in front of them. They have an opportunity to be the second-place team in the SEC. Make it to a major bowl game. And that would mean a lot for this program. Florida, meanwhile, doesn't have much to play for. And I know that sounds crazy, given the fact that Florida sits here at, what, number 10? But Florida is not going to make it to the college football playoff because they're not going to beat Georgia. And they already lost to Alabama in a close game. They wouldn't beat them in the SEC championship game. But even after a loss to, to Georgia, they're not even getting into the SEC title game. I look at Florida and I see, okay, at best, it's the same thing that Kentucky's playing for. Second place in the, second place in the East and a major bowl game. But for Kentucky, they've started their season 4-0. They play Georgia on the 16th. Florida plays Georgia on the 30th. Kentucky's got an opportunity now to storm the field after this win, to launch themselves into the top 25 and make a statement for their program. Defensively, They've looked great this season. They rank ninth in the country in yards per game. Are they in for a challenge against Florida? Absolutely. Florida's offense has been pretty good. 541 yards of offense per per game. But Kentucky at home has the makings of an upset here. And even though they've turned the ball over, Way too many times. They're minus nine on the turnover ratio. They're still 4-0. So they found ways to win games when they're actually playing at a disadvantage. Imagine what would happen if they hold on to the football. If they don't turn the ball over, you're going to see a much different Kentucky team than what you saw in their first four games this season. I think Kentucky is going to hold the Florida rushing game at bay, and their offense is going to score against a Florida defense that's allowing over 350 yards per game. Kentucky will have successful drives. Their defense will limit Florida's Florida's ability to sustain drives and they might not win this game but they're going to keep this one close I'm Scott Seidenberg, more football when we look ahead coming up next on The Look Ahead here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, Over, Under, and Against the Spread bets. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. The look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wanted to give you some updated news on some players in the NFL as far as their availability for this weekend. Uh, Daryl Henderson of the Rams participated in practice on Wednesday. Uh, Coach Sean McVay said, not sure if he's 100%. We'll see if he plays. Currently, uh, the Rams are a small favorite here against the uh, Cardinals down to four and a half. This is going to be one of the most exciting games of the week. And the total is what everyone's playing, which is... The 55 that, like I said, is the highest percentage, speaking of the betting splits, is the highest percentage right now. Everyone is on the over in that game at 55. Uh, Elsewhere around the NFL, Andy Dalton was limited in practice. Justin Fields was a full participant. Matt Nagy did say that Andy Dalton remains the starter if, if healthy. So with him returning to practice, does that mean that Dalton will start this week? Well, Matt Nagy still hasn't named the starter for that game. Currently, the Bears are a three-point favorite over the Lions. The Lions at that plus three is minus 115. Other player news. Uh, Gerald McCoy of the Raiders, talented defensive lineman, suspended uh, six games for violating the league's policy on performance-enhancing substances. He's been out since week one anyway, so no real effect on uh, their team. But speaking of a player that will have an effect on their team, Julio Jones didn't practice on Wednesday for the Titans. A.J. Brown's been dealing with an injury, and he's probably out. Julio now not practicing means that this could be a very thin wide receiver group for the Titans against the Jets. Do they need their top wide receivers against the Jets? Probably not. Derrick Henry can run it down their throats and they'll still win and likely still cover. But it is interesting to note that with no A.J. Brown, Julio Jones did miss practice as well. Titans sitting at a seven-point favorite over the Jets. Again, I don't think they really need them because uh, they're going to be able to just uh, run all over them. As is. Uh, speaking of the Jets, Jamison Crowder did return to practice on a limited basis. Uh, he hasn't really played much, so not much going on there. Elijah Moore, their rookie wide receiver for the Jets, he did not practice. And this is a big loss for the Jets, which obviously could help the Titans even further. The Jets' safety, Marcus May, who is probably their best defensive player, he's played 100% of all. He played. He's played in every snap defensively for the Jets this season. So through three weeks, he hasn't left the field. Uh, he's got an ankle injury, and he is probably going to be out three to four weeks, according to the NFL Network. 
So now the Jets' defense, which has been their strength, loses their best player. And <laughs> Titans, minus seven, looking a little better in that one. Uh, for the Colts, who are just decimated by injuries, Jonathan Taylor was limited in practice on Wednesday. Doesn't seem to be a lot of uh, you know news coming out there. It just seems that maybe it could have been a, uh, a rest day, getting limited work. Uh, but the Colts, they are desperate for a win. It's been a bad start to the season for the Indianapolis Colts, but yet they have just been bit by the injury bug. The spread is low, though. It's just a two-point spread going to Miami to take on Jacoby Brissett and the Dolphins. Let's keep going with some more NFL player news. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster for the Steelers did not practice. Deontay Johnson, though, was limited in practice. So uh, maybe they get Deontay Johnson back. His ability for week four still up in the air. He missed last week against the Bengals, and the Steelers missed him. Steelers missed a lot of guys. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger did not have a good game. The Steelers' offensive line did not have a good game. Steelers are six-and-a-half-point dogs going to Lambeau Field on Sunday night. Speaking of Lambeau Field, Marquez Valdez-Scantling did not practice on Wednesday. He had 59 yards and a touchdown in that game last week. So that's just a little bit of... uh, uh, of uh, injury news, um, the Bengals will be without T. Higgins for this game, but they were without him last week. Uh, he missed the game against the Steelers, so Jamar Chase and Tyler Boyd will be the two main wide receivers for the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, so that's not a situation where they're really missing him that much. Uh, they have two adequate guys that can fill in roles rather nicely. And let's go back to that game for Thursday night, the Jaguars and the Bengals. And I'll give you the props again that I like to play in this one with the Bengals as a seven and a half point favorite right now. I got the Bengals in a survivor pool. I put the Bengals in a teaser piece as well, bumping them down. And the props that I like in this one, I'm pretty much going to go under on all of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I don't think that you know, Trevor Lawrence goes over his props. I don't think any of the Jaguars skill position guys go over their props. Uh, but the touchdown props, that's really where I would take a stab at some of this action. And my favorite one is at even money, plus 100 for Jamar Chase to score a touchdown. He has scored a touchdown in every game this season for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. He's got four touchdowns in three games this season. Clearly, The rapport that he had with Joe Burrow from LSU has now carried over to the Cincinnati Bengals here in the NFL. So I will think I would think that Joe Burrow would continue to look for Jamar Chase. And I don't see really anybody on the Titan on the uh, the Jaguars being able to contend with him. So I'll go with Jamar Chase at plus 100 to score a touchdown and have a little sprinkle on Jamar Chase to score the first touchdown of the game. Plus 700 for Jamar Chase to score the first touchdown of the game. And how about this? To score two touchdowns or more, Jamar Chase is at, let's see, plus 550. All right, would have liked it to be a little more juice, but uh, certainly... An attractive number there, but just getting him at even money to score a touchdown, I think, is a good bet because I do believe that Jamar Chase will find himself in the end zone. And Jamar Chase's receiving total numbers is at 71 and a half. I would bet him to go over in this one. I can see this being a hundred yard game for Jamar Chase. Big game coming out party, national television, Thursday night football. Everyone's going to be talking about him, and uh, he he already is probably the favorite to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, I would certainly elevate him after this performance on Thursday night. And let's take a look at some of those uh, awards and see exactly where Jamar Chase is for the Offensive Player of the Year award. He is your second favorite right now at plus 500 behind Mac Jones at plus 400. Mac Jones had a rough game against the New Orleans Saints, and I think he's headed for another rough game here against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I would bet Jamar Chase now, because after after this performance, which I expect to be a good one on Thursday night against the Jaguars, combined with what I think is going to be a subpar performance for Mac Jones on Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 
it's going to flip-flop, and Jamar Chase will be your favorite, and his odds will be shorter than plus 500. So get that in now. I think Jamar Chase could bet to be your offensive rookie of the year right now. Other awards uh, that are uh, interesting, Miles Garrett, your favorite for Defensive Player of the Year, monster performance he had against the Chicago Bears. Uh, Comeback Player of the Year, Dak Prescott is now even money at plus 100. Sam Darnold at plus 500 is your next favorite. Joe Burrow at plus 700. I like Darnold and I like Burrow as well. To me, it would be Prescott or Burrow because of the narrative of coming back from injuries as opposed to Darnold, who, you know, would just be a, a bounce-back performance off of a, a subpar season. So I actually like Prescott or Burrow. There's no denying how good Dak Prescott has played to start this year for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, but I think Joe Burrow is going to start to impress people even more because he's going to take this Cincinnati Bengals team to a place that not many people expected this season. No, I'm not talking about playoffs. I'm just talking about exceeding their win total and uh, having themselves a, a really nice season uh, this season. Zach Taylor, plus 2,500, by the way, to be the coach of the year. He is a pretty much long shot in that one. So let's go Bengals, right? Let's go for them to win and cover for my survivor pool. And uh, coming up on tomorrow's program, we're going to get plenty of action as far as uh, the rest of your college football weekend. Coming up on Follow the Money, Paul Stone, Mike Palm, and Paul Chatrin will have a great show. Coming up next, uh, and uh, we'll continue to talk football and break everything down here on The Look Ahead on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Whether you're a novice or a seasoned veteran in the sports book, VSIN is here to help you improve your sports betting skills. VSIN has assembled the leading team of insiders and handicappers to analyze every angle of every game so you can make the most 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 so you can make the at Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.